Good morning, class. Hi, I'm Keith Moore, and this is Faith School. We welcome you, invite you to get your Bible and something to take notes on, and come on in here and join us in this faith environment. In Faith School, our spirit is fed, our faith grows stronger, and we learn how to be overcomers. There are definitely things in this life to overcome. Uh, there's no such thing as somebody that has so much faith that they never have any problems. That's not how it works. Uh, it's not, you know, how can you be an overcomer if you don't have anything to come over? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, there is an enemy in the world. There's a lot of people who's not trying to obey God. The curse is in the earth. There are any number of things that we need to overcome. And, uh, there are numerous things that just seem impossible. They seem too big, too hard, and in our own strength and ability, they are too hard. But we're not alone. We're not by ourselves. And with the greater one inside us, if we will believe God and, and obey Him and step out in faith, miraculous things can and will and do happen to get us through and to give us victory. So uh, let's release faith and pray and agree for utterance and faith feeding to do just that today. Father, in Jesus' name, we all agree together. Everybody in the classroom, outside the classroom, we're, we're asking you for the anointing, for the revelation and light of the truth that makes us free. We ask for it, purpose to walk in the light of it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would turn with me again to our great text and great textbook, Hebrews 10, that we've been looking at. Verse 38 says, Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, my soul will have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Today's English version says to have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. Faith is being sure. Faith is being certain. Like Abraham, faith is being fully persuaded. And these individuals that you read in verse after verse obviously were. <clears throat> Abel was persuaded of something or he wouldn't have given that offering the way he did. Enoch was persuaded of something. Noah, Abraham, Sarah, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, Moses. And we've gotten down to verse 29 in our studies. And we saw verse 29, by faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians are saying to do were drowned. Let's go back to our text there in uh, for Exodus 14 where we read the full account of what that verse is referring to. God had delivered 
his people out of Egyptian bondage. Amazing things had happened for them. But as they're endeavoring to leave and go to the promised land, they got as far as the shores of the Red Sea, which is a big body of water. And uh, Pharaoh and his generals and people decided they could not let them go. And so they armed themselves to the teeth. They took all of their weaponry and looks like the bulk of their military and they went after them. And they, looks like they had them because the Red Sea is something, they, it's a, a, a boundary, a border, a wall. And here they're coming on the other side. And we saw that the angel of the Lord in that pillar of fire and cloud moved from the front, leading them, moved around in the back and got in between them. <laughs> Don't you like that God can get in between you and your enemy? <clears throat> got in between them and Pharaoh. And so instead of them just swooping down on them and crushing them and destroying them, they couldn't see. And so they were immobilized all night as God told Moses, lift up his, his rod and stretch out his hand and a wind came. Must have been a wind. A strong wind and blew. It, it had to be strong to part the waters. Had to be really strong to part deep waters. Right? Well, we see strong winds in different places of the earth at various times, right? We've seen all kinds of amazing things happen from strong wind. And the Bible tells us it blew all night long and it congealed the heart of the deep. So it froze. And it was a wall of water and a, a path of dry. Well, you can imagine if it's that much wind and for that long, it dried out the seabed. They went over on dry land. <laughs> Somebody say glory to God. Verse 22 of Exodus 14, the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground Waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Everybody say, bad idea. Bad <laughs> <laughs> now, in Hebrews 11, it talks about both parts of this. Why is this part in, in the great Hebrews 11 chapter about faith? Because it said, by faith, they, God's people, passed through the Red Sea as, uh, as, excuse me, on dry ground. But that's half the verse, right? The, other, the rest of the verse said, the Egyptians, attempting to do it, were drowned. Why, why add that? Why put that in there? Because it's, it's an important revelation to understand what faith is and what faith is not. Both of them did the exact same thing physically and naturally. Two completely different outcomes. Can you see this? And a lot of folks have done a lot of things that they called faith with a bad outcome. Hmm? There's been a number of people that refused a surgery and didn't come out good. There's been a number of people that quit taking their medication and it didn't end well. 
there's been a lot of people that threw their glasses away and it didn't, it didn't go well. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Thing after thing, and people saying, well, I'm just believing God. And the action may have looked the same or might have been the same as something that somebody else did that had a miracle. Hmm? Yeah. There have been cases uh, that the Lord told people, you know, stop doing that and you don't need it or do this. And they did it and it was miraculous. What's the difference? <laughs> Help me out, class. What's, I mean, they did the same. The, the children of Israel, they came off the bank. They went down across the dry ground in between the walls. What did Pharaoh and the Egyptians do? Same thing. Exactly. Is that right? Came down the bank, went across the dry land. Totally different outcome. Why? One of them did it in faith. The other one tried it. Come on, can you see this? Try, we know they tried it because Hebrews 11 said they attempted, they assayed. They're not doing this in faith. They're trying, to, they're trying something that somebody else did. Why won't it work the same? Well, tell me how faith comes. By hearing. How could Moses and the Israelites have faith to do this? Huh? He told them. Right? He told them. In fact, at one point he said, quit crying to me and move. Is that right? So they can have faith to go. They can have faith to move. What did God tell Pharaoh and the Egyptians? Did he tell them the same thing? No. He told them something different. He said, he told his people, go. You know what he told Pharaoh? Let them go. (laughs) Two completely different things. So what can the Israelites have faith to do? They can have faith to go. What can Pharaoh have faith to do? The only thing he could have faith to do is to let them go. Now, that might sound like a silly thing. It's not a silly thing. One of the big reasons why they're there, they don't see how their country can survive without the slave labor. Hmm? But if God says, let them go, if you would turn to him and look to him, then you'll know if, you, if I do what you tell me to do, you're going to take care of me. Come on, can you see that? He and those under him could have had faith based on what God told them to do that they would not collapse, that they would be okay, that the Lord would take care of them some other way. They could have had faith to do that if they had chosen, they could have stayed at home. They could have let them go. How many understand it takes faith to let something go that you've been relying on, that you've been depending on? It takes faith to let it go. But if the Lord tells you, let it go, you, you got faith. You got word from him that faith comes from what he said. But can you see what a mistake it is? to try to take uh, somebody else that heard from God and you're going to act on what they did and you haven't heard that from him. The Lord may have told you something different. That's why you see the, these collapses. People call them faith failures. I don't like that term because the faith of God doesn't fail. 
It wasn't real faith. But it looked the same. Naturally, it was the same thing the other person did. What's the difference? God told them to do this. He told them to do something else. We must not just try to duplicate what other people do. There is no substitute for hearing from him for yourself. Can you hear from him for yourself? He speaks to us individually, personally, through his word and by his spirit. And the first step in any situation is you got to hear from him, right? And not just when you so-and-so, they did this and they did that. Well, that's great. I'm glad to see it. But I can't be acting on their faith. I, I got I to do what's real to me. And the only way that can be, I got to hear from him. I've, I must hear from him. The scripture said that um, in the Amplified, uh, Hebrews eleven twenty nine 29 says, Urged on by faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as though dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to do the same thing, they were swallowed up by the sea. They were doing the same exact thing, except, like I said, God told them to go, told them, let them go. The message, Bible says, by an act of faith, Israel walked through the Red Sea on dry ground. The Egyptians tried it and drowned. <laughs> did you hear that? They did what? The Israelites didn't try it. They did it. They were sure. They were certain. They were convinced based on what? What God told them. Right? And I, I'm sure it was encouraging when God told Moses what to do with that rod and that wind blew there, through there all night and they saw that. Well, I mean, what reason you got to doubt? Right? And when, when, when Moses said, come on, get it in gear, let's move. Well, they were convinced. We can do this. But Pharaoh and his bunch, they see them. I don't know how far ahead they are. But it was presumption of them. They're not in faith. They're in disobedience. Come on, can you see this? God told them to let them go. They're in presumption and disobedience. This is what's been confusing for some people because they'll see folks do things and it looked like the same thing somebody else did when they got a miracle, but then they don't get good results and it's just a, a mess. And the thing is, you don't know God told them to do something else. And in them trying to duplicate the other, they're actually ignoring what God told them. And they're in disobedience. Well, in disobedience and presumption, they got in the middle of this. And you can tell it's a big body of water because the whole army is in there and they're not close enough to either side to get out. This is no creek. Verse 24, it came to pass in the morning watch, the Lord looked on the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud. That's that big angel. And troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels. I guess they were gaining too, too much ground on, on the Israelites. And they drove them heavily. heavily. Well, yeah, it's hard to drive when your wheels are, are coming off. So, <laughs> Did you know in, in re relatively recent times, they have found chariot wheels yes. Yes. 
at the bottom of that area of the Red Sea, and they date back to this time. And some of them are even the design and material that would have been like for a general or a priest or a pharaoh, confirming that it was the leadership was out there too. Is that amazing or what? And they're right there in the spot where the Bible talks about where they went across. It's amazing. But uh, doubt at your own risk. <laughs> uh, and the Egyptians said, let's flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea. So I guess they're all out on the other side by now. And the waters, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians and upon their chariots and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. When the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it. So it's thawing out. The frozen walls are thawing and they start cracking and water starts spewing and they make a run for it, but they're too far away. And the, the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea and the waters returned and they must have been deep. They covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them, there remained not so much as one of them. This certain parts of that sea are as much as 9,000 feet deep in the big deep part. I'm not saying that's where this was, but a lot of parts of this sea they say are 1,600 feet deep and two or 3,000 feet deep. So, I mean, this is a sea. This is a body of water. And when, it, when these walls collapsed, it's amazing the fury the seeming power of the enemy, the noise, the fear, and then nothing. <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? Oh, man, there was a dust cloud you could see for miles when they were coming. Man, they're the mightiest army in the known world. I mean, they got the biggest, strongest men. They got the, uh, the most deadly arrows and spears. And all, in a, in a few moments of time, it's like the sea closed, the wind quit blowing, a little birdie was singing over here in the tree. <laughs> and God's people are like, whoa, whoa. The enemy is not all he cracks himself up to be. And it can look so terrible and so quickly, God can just bring calm to the whole situation. Amen. And what the enemy meant for destruction now is a living testimony to everybody who will see how good God is. Amen. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh. Not one of them remained. But the children of Israel, verse 29, walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea. Now that's a miracle. Is this a miracle or is this a miracle? And the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. So after a while, they start floating up, washing on the shore. And Israel's, we're talking about, I guess, Thousands of people 
And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians, and the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song, I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider has he thrown into the sea. The Lord's my strength, my song. He's become my salvation. He's my God. I'll prepare him a habitation, my Father's God. I'll exalt him. The Lord's a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host has he cast into the sea. His chosen captains all drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank to the bottom as a stone. Your right hand, O Lord, has become glorious in power. Your right hand, O Lord, has dashed in pieces the enemy. Hallelujah. It keeps going. It's, it, it's all good. It's a song of victory. It's a song of triumph. Do we have the same great God today? Should we believe him for even amazing miracles that have not been seen before? Would he still do amazing things? He does. He does. Oh, somebody say, thank God. Thank God. Thank you, Father. We must not try to follow somebody else's actions when we haven't heard from the Lord what he told them. We, we must pray and seek him. Didn't, didn't Jesus say, seek and you'll find. Yes. Ask, it'll be given to you. Knock and it'll be opened. You got to ask, anytime you got a big situation, don't just try to, you know, take a short come somewhere and say, well, they did that, I think I'll try that. Mm -hmm. Famous last words. Right? <laughs> I think I'll try that. No, no, no. Brother or sister, put your, put your nose in the carpet. Is that right? Amen. Seek the Lord earnestly. Ask Him what He wants you to do in this situation now. And don't back off till you get it. Right? Keep, keep believing Him. Keep seeking Keep looking. You don't have to hear an audible voice. I'm not talking about that. But he'll speak to you in his spirit. He'll speak to you through his word. He'll speak to you through other people. How will I know it? Oh, you'll know it. You'll know it when it's him. It fits your situation perfectly. And it's life. And when you hear it, your heart jumps and you go, that's the answer. That's it. And it'll always involve something that now you need to do. Can you see that? Now you need to do. But once you've heard from him, now I can be sure when I do this, it'll work. But until I've heard from him, I'm trying stuff. Actually, that word assay, the Egyptians assayed to do it, could also be translated experimenting, <laughs> which is trying something, right? They're experimenting. Well, if you're experimenting, you're not convinced of anything. You're, try, you're doing a trial. You're doing a test to see if. To see what? You know, we see a similar situation to that in the book of Acts. Why don't you turn over there in Acts 19. This will answer a lot of questions. Why didn't that work? Why didn't it work for the Egyptians? They were right there on the same day. Right? In the same place. Why didn't it work for them? God didn't tell them the same thing. 
They could have only had faith to do what he told them, which was to let them go. In Acts 19, verse 11, notice this. God wrought special miracles by the hands of Paul. So we see many generations later, God's still doing miracles, even special things. From his body were brought to the sick handkerchiefs or aprons. Diseases departed from them. Evil spirits went out of them. Certain of the vagabond Jews' exorcists took upon them. They took upon themselves to call over them which had evil spirits in the name of the Lord Jesus, saying, We adjure you by Jesus whom Paul preaches. There were seven sons of one Siva, a Jew, and the chief priest which did so. The evil spirit answered and said, Jesus I know. Paul I know. Who are you? And the man in whom the evil spirit was leaped on them, overcame them, prevailed against them. They fled out of the house naked and wounded. What happened? <laughs> Paul, you know, cloths are being taken from his body. Evil spirits are going out of him. He's casting out spirits. Diseases are leaving. And they tried to do the same thing. Key word on try. Right? They didn't know the Lord. Didn't say, didn't say they were Christians. Didn't say they were believers. They weren't. They just heard he's having success. And so they sent somebody and they videotaped him if, if it was meant today. And, and then they practiced. And they saw Paul stood like this and he said, in the name of Jesus. And so you got it? I got it. I've been practicing it all night. I got it. <laughs> And so he took the stance and he tried it and got beat up <laughs> and ran out of the house with his clothes tore off. Faith is not trying. Faith is not attempting. We must not try to do things that's not real to us that we haven't heard from the Lord about ourselves. But when you do hear, there is no sea too big. There is no wall too tall. Can you see it? There is nothing too hard for the Lord. Said out loud, I live by faith, I walk by faith, I overcome the world by faith, I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. That's it for today. We'll see you next time in Faith School. Praise God, I've really enjoyed being with you again this week in Faith School. The Lord is helping us so much. Faith is growing in our hearts. Whatever sea or wall you might come up against, there's a way to get through it. We're so thankful to all of our partners for sustaining us and, and sowing into this ministry so we can broadcast it all over the world and make it available to people on the internet at no charge. I was reminded of the scripture in, in Matthew 10 that said, He that receives a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. He that receives a righteous man in the name of a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. Whoever gives a drink of cold water only to someone in the name of a disciple, verily I say to you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. Everybody that helps us to do these and send these will, without question, get a part of the reward for all the results and benefits that occur in the people's lives affected by them. Thank you for being a part of us. If you want to become a partner, the information is there on your screen. Join us. This life will soon be over. 
Let's reach as many as we can with all that we can and see victory in Jesus in our lifetime. Hallelujah. We'll see you next time in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941-702-7390.